Um, me being a Hall of Famer for WWE, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever happen. You know, it, I just want to say this. If it's ever going to happen, do it while I'm alive. Don't wait till I'm dead and gone. What's up, Bengal fans? It's your host, Joey Carney, and I want to thank you for clicking on this video. It was an amazing experience, and I can't wait for you to watch the full episode and enjoy it just as much as I did filming it. Now, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe down below to stay up to date with all the angles activity right here on YouTube. Now enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Angle Podcast. I am your host, Joey Carney, and with me today, she's a former WWE Women's Champion, a former NWA Women's Champion, and one of the most legendary female figures in wrestling history. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jazz. How are you? Hola. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Again, Great. thank you for taking the time to come talk. I know you're in very high demand right now. Everybody wants a piece of Jazz. There's a lot going around behind you. Um this last really? year <laughs> or around you should i say uh in the world of professional wrestling um but this last year has been a whirlwind with covid and everything but for you as well being that in 2020 you re you retired or you wanted to retire <laughs> yes. uh yes. you showed up in impact for a last run somewhere you really hadn't been before what went through your mind um before your approach with that uh, offer did you think about maybe wanting to get back into the ring yeah like when I made that announcement I was thinking okay this is it I'm gonna do my tour and say goodbye to everyone far as in ring work you know I, I really thought that was it but um you know hey God work in mysterious ways <laughs> so um it was just a different and a bigger platform for me to actually do my retirement on and and it worked out and I had a blast with it of course. And if everybody watching right now doesn't know where you've been the last couple of months or since 2020, uh, Impact Wrestling, how did that opportunity come about and what was behind, uh, you said, you know, you wanted to use that platform to retire, but really what was behind the decision to do that? Um, Jordan and Dreamer um, approached me, um, you know, and uh, been knowing Dreamer since my ECW days, you know, he has been a big influence and a big part of my um my career so first of all i couldn't tell him no although i wanted to actually tried to <laughs> but uh yeah he just said instead of announcing it on a a podcast you, you, you're better than that let's let, let's let's do something like let's go out with a bang and i was like hell yeah let's do it and with jordan too oh man that's once in a lifetime, you know, opportunity. So I had to jump on the bandwagon. Of course. And tagging with Jordan, uh, a lot of people not really ever seen you as a tag team competitor. And it was great to see because it benefited her and it benefited you as well. Uh, and history goes that you've actually known Jordan for quite a while before this team. So when approached with the idea of being in a tag team, what did you think about the whole idea and storyline? Um, I loved it. First of all, just the thought of me tagging, I've always wanted to tag, you know, but no one ever, 
gave me that opportunity. They just wanted, you know, jazz. And I'm like, shit, man, come on. <laughs> so it, it was it was great. And to be tagged up with Jordan again, like I said, it was just a great opportunity. You know, why who else could I have tagged up with, you know, to end my my career, you know, so Again, that's just another thing that's just a part of my legacy now. Now I've tagged with Jordan, came this close to winning the, the knockout tag team titles, yeah. you know, so I'm happy. And it was nice to see, too, because you guys did have a, a small uh, storyline behind before that where you guys were going one on one at the pay-per-views, whatnot, and then which led to the tag team. So there was a great deal of storytelling behind uh, the yeah. reasoning for tagging. So it was really cool to see. Um, Impact did great with that. They really did. They did. And they, they always do a great job, I think, with the with the knockouts division in general. I think Impact has one of the best, I think, today in all of pro wrestling. Um, but your Impact retirement uh, was arguably against one of the most technical female superstars in the world right now, uh, Deanna Perrazzo. How did, okay. how did you feel about that match? But the storyline as a whole, I was I was excited about it. Um, just stoked, um, Deanna. Um, I love her work. Like you said, she is like one of the best out here right now. <laughs> you know, and um, if there's someone that I'm passing the torch on to, I mean, it, it couldn't have been a better person, Deanna. She's so well deserving of that. Um, great champion, great mind for the business. You know, she, she loves the business. I, I love everything about her. She's just a great human being. I love her. And when you first uh, signed with Impact to have this, this run there, was there like a timetable or was it just, we're going to go as long as we can with it? Yeah. In fact, it went longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting like a four or five, six month run. You know, I was thinking maybe, you know, um maybe three three appearances or something and you know bam they take me out real quick you know but they actually they they hung in there with me and um i'm grateful for it you know um again i, I knew myself that i was not the jazz that you know everyone was used to seeing and um and it was a little i was a little stressed out of thinking how the fans were going to react and honestly, I didn't get much hate re, um, comments. Maybe there was two or three, but, you know, the jazz fans, they stood up for me where I didn't even have to <laughs> of course, of course. feel any type of way or make any comments, you know. But, you know, it was, again, man, I, I'm just grateful. Had a, I've had a great, great career, you know, and um, that's just my in-ring performance that I'm retired from. Exactly. I ain't behind the scenes, man. I'm still going strong, you know? So you're not going to, this is, that's not the last time you'll ever see jazz. Let's just say that. Awesome. Awesome. That kind of leads me to the next, the next question. Uh, you've been a manager in different phases of your career uh, earlier on. And then in the middle, and I guess towards the end now uh, being a manager with Jordan Grace and, and Rachel Ellering now, um, I think actually this is one, this is probably the only female tag team right now that has a female manager at the moment in all of wrestling. So that is actually really cool to see as well. Um, but how do you feel about managing today? 
that's how I started out. <laughs> and so, you know, my husband, um, Rodney, Rodney Mack, well, he used to go by Red Dog when I was managing him. Um, that's how I started. So that's, that's my thing, just being a manager, you know. Um, um, but now, like you said, being with Jordan and Rachel, again, you know, um, so honored to be a part of that you know, still making history. So man, again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sitting back and enjoying the love, man. I'm just, just humbly accepting it and just taking it all in. And you can see that on screen too, that you are having fun and everything you, you guys are all doing is just like, it's like pleasant to watch because everybody knows who jazz is and to see you at this point in your career, you know, now managing uh, something that we really, you know, the, the wrestling fans in general aren't really used to seeing, but know that you did it before. It's actually really cool to see, especially in a company like Impact, where, like we said, everyone is thriving there. So that is actually really cool uh, to see everything happening there. But uh, with Impact and AEW, there's kind of this crossover thing happening now. Um, what are your thoughts on the women not really being featured in that crossover yet? Do you think that uh, that will come soon enough, or what, what are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I, I really don't know. I, I really don't even know if I have an opinion on that because, I mean, AEW, they're bringing in so many different girls, you yeah. know, to, to be a part of Dark, the AEW Dark, so uh, including some a couple of my students. But um, so it, I don't know if it'll really fit, but could it? I'm sure it could. I mean, a storyline is could happen a blink of an eye. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say it's impossible. It wouldn't make sense. It's all upon if if they're willing to do it and doing it the right way. Of course, that I have to agree with. If it's gonna be done the right way, then go ahead and do it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You know, give everybody time to shine. You know, hey, I'm all about it. <laughs> of course, I love to see the uh, the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champions walk over there and, and knock somebody out. <laughs> Yeah. Bam. Bust through the door. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be nice to see. And, uh, you know, speaking of all female talent in general, you're one of the only female superstars, I think, to ever be in ECW, WWE, NWA, Impact, show up at AEW, which to me is an incredible stat because it shows one, the longevity of your career, but also how legendary it is. Did you ever think that your career would be as iconic as it is when you first broke into the business? <laughs> no, but was that my plan? Yes. Um, but again, I took it day by day, step by step. You know, um, I've always wanted to be, if not the best, one of the best. And I really put in my time and my hard work. Um, you know, everyone always tells me, oh, yeah, but you're jazz. But I have to tell them, I wasn't born jazz. You know, like I really bust my behind to to be able to become the person that I am today. It wasn't easy by all means, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, far as thinking I would have an opportunity to do all what I've done, no. But do I think that I probably would have deserved more? Yes. <laughs> you know, but again, I'm not complaining. You know, I'm always grateful for any platform I get to uh, be a part of and get to showcase my craft. So um, it is what it is. And, and um, 
and I'm good. If I could do anything all over again, I wouldn't do anything any differently. That's awesome to hear. And uh, do you have any specific phase of your career that you that you love the most? Like it's your favorite time in your career? W days. And actually where I am now, you know, I, I work with a company with SWE. I, I'm the w director of the women's division in this promotion. So I help book the women. I agent the girls, you know. So, you know, it's still always a little part of me going out in every match. <laughs> you know, so. that's part about it, too. Like you get yeah. to live on in the ring. You know, not you're, you're not actually in the ring. Exactly, exactly. And um, so I'm working with SWE. I have my school, you know, I'm loving that. Um, NWA reached out. I'll be going with them in June to see how things work out. I'll be an agent over there and we'll just see. You know, it's awesome. it's, it's new beginnings for jazz and, and I'm having a blast. I'm having um, just enjoying it and we'll see what happens. That, that's really awesome to hear. And I know one person who is very influential in your career uh, is Paul Heyman. And to this day, he's still helping establish talent and, and getting them to where they need to be, the next level, whatnot. In your opinion, how, how important is Paul Heyman to professional wrestling? If he's not being held back at any whatsoever, he's, he's a big formula to the wrestling industry because he's so good at um, allowing you and helping you find, you know, the, the, the um, let me see what I'm trying to say here. He, he basically, he helped hide your flaws, yeah. whatever your weaknesses are, he can hide those and, 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 and make, and, and allow you to shine through the talent that you have to offer. Um, again, we always say he can make, he can turn a mop into a superstar, you know? It's very true. <laughs> he's just that kind of guy. He's a, the he's verbiage a, he puts he's, out, you know, is just, he'll make you believe it, even though you're knowing he's a drizzling shit. But when <laughs> Paul finished talking, he's like, oh my God, he's awesome. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he, he is one of the greatest, I think, minds in, in professional wrestling. Um, but you were always like the like the anti diva when it came to your your WWE days, and really in general in your career, uh, being a really instrumental part in what we see today with the women's evolution, the women's revolution. What are your thoughts uh, on women's wrestling today? Man, my it's I uh, applaud. I'm um, so happy where the women are right now in this industry. Uh, we've really fought long and hard for it, yeah. for our time, for more time on the screen. You know, no more little five, six minute matches. You know, that's what we were given when I was up there in WWE. But now there's so many girls and there's so many talented women to where they have no choice but to allow us to shine. Yeah. You know, they finally understanding that we are draw. We're just as a big a draw as the men if not bigger, <laughs> yeah, you know? It, it shows today, really, because you're seeing the women in, in Hell in a Cell matches, main event matches, not yeah. just WWE, but all, all companies. All, all, yes, exactly. Different stipulations, and, and even WWE having their own pay-per-view for all women. I mean, it's just incredible to see, you know, where it is today. 
But um, two matches in particular of yours that I personally love, WrestleMania 18 with Trish and Lita, and then uh, WrestleMania 19 with Victoria and Lita. And that honestly, for me, is one of my favorite WrestleMania matches, not just of yours, but WrestleMania matches yeah. of all time. Because it felt like a big fight feel, even when women's wrestling wasn't elevated. Uh, do you have any like stories from that that time or that match? Um, um, not really. Um, you know, we were just so happy that we were going to be a part of Mania. Um, me going in as a champion, that didn't even just dawn on me that I'm walking in here as a champion and walking out, you know, retaining my title, you know, being the first African-American woman to do that, you know, that it didn't really didn't dawn on me because we were just so happy just to, um, to say that we were going to be a part of this historic night because that was, you know, the night of um, Rock and Hogan, yeah. you know, and we worked our butts off, you know, Fit Finley was our agent and he, you know, he worked with us and he made sure we were more than just eye candy. You know, Fit really, really had a lot to do with my character being so strong. He just wanted me to just to be just a brute, mean, just just a killer, you know. And if I went out there and took it easy on somebody, he was not pleased. <laughs> so um, those are just the memories that I have, just knowing that how hard we worked um, just to just to be able to have those moments. Of course. And uh, I saw that you announced on Twitter um, you have available dates for the retirement tour. Uh, how long is the tour, if, if you do know? And uh, are you planning on stopping at other promotions? I know you said NWA in June. Uh, so are there any other promotions that you think you want to stop and, you know? Um, as of now, no. I'm going to do it until my body says no more, you know. Um, and, you know, that could be six months from now. It could be three months from now. You know, I really don't know. I'm just going to go until my, my body tells me that's it. Of course. I mean, that, that's yes. the best answer you can give. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's so many. There's so many girls actually want to have matches with me. And now they're saying, guys, I'm like, hold on oh. now. These intergender <laughs> matches, no, they're not happening. <laughs> no, I ain't all up for that one. All of it would be great to see because, you know, everybody, everybody <laughs> loves jazz. Yeah. But uh, is there any, any one specific superstar that you consider like a, like a dream match of yours? Um, someone that you can face before you retire? Um, yeah, I, I, and I say this because everyone asks me this question and <laughs> it's always the same answer. Yeah. Um, Charlotte Flair. That would be someone that I would... Um, yeah, get in the gym and just go hardcore, balls to the walls, and and uh, prepare mentally and physically for it would be um, Charlotte Flair. Of course, and I, I think, I mean, you being a powerhouse, her being the technical, I guess you can say powerhouse as well in a sense. I think yeah, we both technical. Yes, that would be an excellent matchup, and uh, yeah. if it happens, I think everybody would be, would love to see it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they said never say never, but it's not something that I'm, you know, looking for to happen. But you know how you know how this business goes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've done so much in your career. I mean, breaking down barriers for women's wrestling. What do you think is next for jazz? 
continue to breaking down barriers, you know, like I said, you know, now being an agent, you know, I'm probably one of the first African-American women to do that, you know, so, you know, and thank God, I, I'm just glad that people got faith in me and, and willing to give me this opportunity. And now it's time for me just to go and show exactly what I'm capable of doing. Of course. Not only am I good in the ring, just as good in the back. Yep. And I think it goes to show, uh, you know, before we were talking about that you didn't necessarily get everything that you deserved in wrestling. And I think now being able to give what you have and what you know about pro wrestling, give it to the next generation of not only female stars, but, but men stars as well. I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing out of, that, you, that you can get out of it. I think that's really cool to see where you can see someone you know, in three years from, from talking to them and say, oh, they got that from jazz. And that's what I love about the school, you know, uh, my husband and myself and along with Thunder Rosa, you know, just, 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 just passing that knowledge on, just basically shoving it down their throats, man. We're just trying to, you know, just show them, you know, what the business is all about and, and what it takes to be a professional, you know, and successful. So, yeah. So um, loving it, man. Just, just, loving it loving life right now honestly I, I really i have no complaints about anything <laughs> <laughs> now i'm sure you get this question all the time and it's a question i have to ask um the wwe hall of fame do you think that you would be inducted uh into the hall of fame and if you were to who do you think that you'd want to induct you um me being a Hall of Famer for WWE, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever happen. You know, it, I just want to say this. If it's ever going to happen, do it while I'm alive. Don't wait till I'm dead and gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would like to be there and share that moment with my kids. Of course. Don't, don't bring my kids up on the stage with tears in their eyes, wishing their mom was there to receive this. You know, give me my flowers while I live. Don't let me die and be forgotten about it. Oh, oh yeah, here, <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> if it were to happen, um, I will love being inducted by Pauly. Then that'd be an excellent choice. Yes. And I'm sure it'll happen while you're alive because I mean, it, ha it has to, I, I had an interview with Rob Van Dam last year and we talked about the same thing and he kind of said the same thing. And I said, this stuff is inevitable because people like him or people like you, you have such a unique uh, legacy in, in pro wrestling where you've been everywhere, you've done everything and you have the longevity where not everybody has that. And, you know, there are people who young people today who will say, Oh, I know who jazz is. So it, it, I think it's really cool to, to have that legacy behind you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And the last question, and I always like to ask this at the end of my interviews, when you officially hang up your boots, what do you want your legacy to be uh, left behind in the ring? Um, to be known as a person who never sold out. I never had to kiss ass, brown nose, anyone. I always allowed my talent to speak for itself. You know, I've never been a big speaker far as you know verbal yeah but 
you know, I, I just want to just be known as the, the person that that actually got out there and 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 just broke down doors for for all women and, and especially women of color and yeah. and I showed the world that you didn't have to be a size zero with big boobs and blonde hair and blue eyes, you know. You know, I was muscular, flat chested, you know, and just and made it happen, you know, and that goes to show you that true talent can't be hidden. Agreed. Agreed. Now, uh, for all the people watching and listening right now and want to hear more or see more from jazz, where can they find you on social media or even if they want to get involved and join your, your wrestling school? Yes. Um, wrestling school. You can contact me at dog pound dojo. And that dog is with two G's, D-O-G-G-P-O-N-D-D-O-J-O.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter. That's phenom underscore jazz. You can um, I am me there. Um, I'm on Facebook with my shoot name, Carlene Beckno. Um, you know, just um, or hit you up. You know how to get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yes. Well, I do want to uh, thank you for taking the time to, to come on here. I know right. I bombarded your email, but everybody wants a piece of jazz. We know this. Yeah, it's all good. I, I'm Hey, I'd rather have somebody emailing the crap out of me about this instead of having nobody interested at all. So I'm all good with it because it was not for you guys. There would not be a me. So I'm all good with it. And I appreciate you uh, reaching out. Of course. And again, Thank you for taking the time to talk on here. And thank you for everything you've done in, in your career, because I don't think that we appreciate people enough. Like what we were talking about with the Hall of Fame, don't give me the honor when I'm gone. Give it to yes. me while I'm here. And I think that we need to really appreciate the superstars we have today. Because, you know, the, the wrestling community can be so draining at times. Yes, yes. And I don't know why, <laughs> but... You know, oh, I guess that's the part of being human being, right? Yep. And social media with that without opinions. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So uh thank you again. And uh, I hope to see you down the road. Thank you. You take care, right? Let's go, let's go.